Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. My guest today is Lisa Schwartz. I just stumbled over your name. That's all what right. Is I going do it all on? the time. Actually. Do you really? Yeah. yeah I don't I do. believe that. Yeah. What sometimes com- I can't say my first name. I have a problem with L's. I when sometimes when I introduce myself to people. You can't do it either? They're like, Ellison? Like they think I say E L yeah yes. something weird comes out. Elisa is what they think I say. That is so. Oh my god, you strange. are my new best friend. Yes. yes. Okay. Do you have the thing where sometimes when you're writing your name, like the last letter just comes out all mush? Like oh, I my just whole write last Allison name is Rose. mush. Really? Well, Allison Rose is sexy. That's your porn. I name. know. Yeah. It's my porn and my check signing name. <laughs> then I have to just write an N in. It's like That's my hand too much won't trouble. Do the N. Too much trouble. Who has time for the N? My hand gives up as yeah. I'm writing. <laughs> just like my mouth and my face give up as I'm talking. Can't do it. Yeah, life is really hard, Allison. Lisa Schwartz. Yeah, that sounds great. There we go. Yeah. But you're known on YouTube as Leesbug. Yes. Thank okay, I didn't you. know if it was. I, for some Everyone's reason, I almost wanted to say Lisba. That's what everyone says, but my name's Lisa, so naturally cut off the A. Right. Alisa. Lisa, like Alisa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly. Like, what I said. Or Allison, like Allison. Yes. Mm-hmm. But so, anyway, listeners should know this is a very special show because it is the very first one that I'm recording in my new home studio. Yeah. And. I say that, but if you guys knew what it looked like, you'd realize that my home studio at this point is a dining room that we never use, and there's boxes in places. Um, there's pictures there's of a, you on the wall, too. Thank which you. I really and Gary's like. here, too. Yeah. What up? That's right. So it's coming along. It's a work in progress, so cut us a little bit of slack, but we'll get it there. It's that's a great I, place, though. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's where I was heading with this, which is um, bear with me because there, like, you might hear a dog barking. You might hear people walking around. You might hear us moving the microphones in weird ways. Know. You might hear weird shit coming out of my mouth because I've been – it's been – crazy week so i've been distracted and i feel like weirdly distracted and overwhelmed but um fuck all that let's talk about you yeah all right how are you doing um i'm living the dream really (laughs) okay so you just interviewed the bachelor yeah i'm like on cloud nine right now do you love him I just love The Bachelor in general, the show. And, like, I'm not a huge reality show fan, but that's, like, the... I don't know if it's the hopeless love. I don't know what it is, but I'm, like, obsessed with it. And so when he came today, I mean, he is a hunk. Like, he is... I, haven't, like, I don't even know what he looks like. He's I'm so Chris the out. Farmer. I mean, can you Google? Like, he is just... And he's giant. I mean, I'm short, but he's like giant and he was like perfect, perfectly tan. He was wearing a suit, muscles. I mean, the whole shebang. Boring as fuck, but just a very nice looking man. Have any of the bachelors had personality? I don't think so. No. It doesn't matter. Look at him. Okay, I'm looking at him. Oh. He's just uh, your he's a farmer from Iowa. But he's wearing like a smart casual suit in the photo that we're looking they at. They dress him up. Okay. I trust yeah. that uh, I trust that he's, he's attractive very, like, and your charismatic and whatever. I just 
sweated from all places in my body. <laughs> like, it was intense. It was wow. really intense. Yeah. And so you interviewed him for the Yahoo show that you yeah. host called TV in No Time. TV in No Time. We'll be so happy that I'm talking about them. <laughs> do you do that every day? I do. I go to an office. I have an office job. It's wow. bizarre. Yeah. I sit there and I wait for them to write things and then I say those things and I go home and how long <laughs> you make it sound like quite it's a, a job that's of corporate America y'all <laughs> I'm learning about it I've had water cooler conversations like that's wow it's a job do you guys have a company fridge and stuff yeah we do and you have to clean it out by Friday or they'll toss it <laughs> who writes those notes oh I some Nazi is, and is the bane of their existence people who don't throw their food out by 3 p.m. on Friday I think that they is, thrive of, off of us because I never clean it out ever you don't but I, I think they like that because it gives them something to write about right yeah they also leave notes in the bathroom that are like wash your don't forget to wash your hands please flush the toilet like they really spoon feed you there and I appreciate <laughs> that do they have notes about things you can't throw in the toilet uh they don't get specific no okay yeah I um I've never left a note for anyone in the bathroom. You should do it. It's Maybe really I liberating. Yeah. yeah. Oh oh wait. Correction. I once went through a phase when I was in seventh grade, having a tough time socially. Yes. Where I would leave myself encouraging notes in the morning, and I would attach them to the inside door. Oh. <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever talked about this. Before. I would oh, attach I them to the inside this. door of the medicine cabinet yeah. with a little uh, magnet that had a koala on it because. That was my favorite animal. I switched to ducks at a certain point, but that was in my koala okay, uh, yeah. years. It's a natural transition from koala to ducks. Thanks. Yeah. They're, they're both cute. And um, I would refer to, I would call myself Allie, because that's my nickname. And then my older brother. What the notes say? Like, you're beautiful? Don't it was just it. like, have a good day. <gasps> Hang in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, my brother was visiting. I have, I have older half brothers. And they were in town and my brother found the notes and mocked oh, me. Oh, I'm sure. Does he still, does he still leave you notes that are like, hang in there. <laughs> hey, Reach Allie. For the stars, Allie. Love Allie. <laughs> I know. Aww. Have you ever written yourself a note? No, but my mom, um, she like is super like spiritual, sort of like fake Buddhist. And so she signs up for this like newsletter to the universe. So the universe <laughs> sends her like, oh, no. hey, Jennifer, like, don't forget to smile today. Love the universe. And she has those all over her house and we always make fun of her but she's living in peace and harmony so was, you know what <laughs> there you go i was gonna ask what's her temperament like wonderful she's a wonderful lady yeah. has she always been pretty positive um no she like so my parents got divorced when i was 18 and then she like went on this like life path of like who am i and she uh studies spiritual psychology and now she has more buddhas than anyone should have in the house <laughs> like i feel like it's like a bad thing now um but now she's just like this whole new she said she wants to take off her bra grow her hair long and let it like go gray and just become a hippie so all of that is my dream except for everything other than taking off the bra Oh, my just, favorite thing to do is take off. I'm sorry, Gary. It's just. Don't you love to take off your bra, Gary? Absolutely. It's there's nothing. And better. by the way, none of this is news to me. <laughs> it's been like 300 episodes. I I know you're not a fan I'm, of the bra. It it's a pain in the ass. God, not not to mention the TV bra. 
I have a special. Do you? Well, you must too. As an on-air personality, do you have a special bra that you wear if you're going on camera that perhaps has more padding and? Oh, as opposed to like the like kind of everyday bra, lacy sports bra that I like think is like okay to wear, but really it's like smashing my boobs. Yeah, the Um, thing that makes it look like where people are probably like, she's not wearing a bra. It's like, no, I am. This is the only one I can, the only kind I can tolerate on a day-to-day basis. For some reason, when the camera turns on, I can no longer feel my chest, so I can wear like an underwire super busty kind of super fucking uncomfortable i remember when i used to do tv a lot in new york the end they would send a car for you i just remember sitting in the car just being like and it's podcast people can't see me but just being like just like like rolling my back (laughs) against the back of the car being like i'm so fucking uncomfortable in everything i'm wearing right now but then the second i got there i was fine yeah because you just turn it on yeah because that's what you do but for some reason dance but exactly (laughs) but when i'm dancing for the man i'm i'm actually feeling comfortable right it's weird it's like i want to i think i said before daddy issues (laughs) probably yeah but I'm most comfortable either in sweats or on camera. It's everything else. Yeah, in between, in between is the hard time. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Sweats, so I really do live for a good pair of sweats. So many things made me want to talk to you. Um, one of them being when your boyfriend Shane Dawson was on my show. We were talking about body issues. Yeah, and he said that you have them as well. Yeah, and I was like, but how is that possible? Because she's so beautiful and perfect. Oh God! Except I know that even beautiful and perfect people. I have. don't feel beautiful and or perfect, but thank you. I think you're beautiful. Are we in love? <laughs> I feel like there's what's the bromance version of this? A chickmance? We're having a chickmance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also I was watching your video that you do with your best friend. Two Broken Girls. Yeah, the one Tracy. Where, the one where you're talking about the challenge of getting dressed in the morning. The worst. I related to that so intensely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. Okay, well today, for instance, I tried on everything in my closet and I ended up wearing my go-to dress because it's black. So I look slim and black. Everyone mm-hmm. looks good in black. You're wearing black. You look great. Thanks. Thank you so much. I pretty much like to only wear black. Yeah, it's great. Even I'm though ready people... for a funeral, you know, <laughs> all occasions, black tie event, just ready to go. Exactly. People will say that it, it, you should shouldn't wear black on camera though but you have a white collar so and you have blonde hair I look like a pilgrim today (laughs) my grandma told me I wore this Thanksgiving and she's like why don't you wear you look like a pilgrim I was like thanks it's not very supportive of your grandma no no she's a bitch is she really no she's the nicest woman ever (laughs) she's just like super blunt I feel like at some age you just like don't give a fuck you know what I mean you just like say what you do do what you do she goes to the bar by herself and listens to jazz music and gets free peanuts I mean you know she's my hero (laughs) Um, But back to the two broken girls. So Tracy Stumpf is my um, friend who does it with me. And she's amazing. And we both grew up as like fat kids. Did you really? Yeah. Well, okay. Chub, like pretty chubby kids. Both got made fun of. Like, were you? you, Because I was too. Yeah. Were you the fat kid? Okay. So here's the thing. I was the fat kid that got made fun of, but I wasn't the fattest girl. So there was a girl who was fatter than you. Yeah, but she was richer and cooler than me. So no one picked on her. She got a fat pass? She got a fat pass. I didn't even know that was possible. Oh my God. (laughs) Hashtag fat pass. We got to start that. Yeah. Because now in retrospect, I was like, you know what? Like I was chubby, but there was definitely bigger girls who were still big girls. You know what I mean? I just like Hmm. probably emotionally ate and like didn't exercise. I was right. I'm really bad at sports. It's, it's a struggle to like exercise. Yeah. Um, and Tracy was like that too. And then we just hit an age finally where we're like, okay, I don't need to eat five pieces of pizza. I'm good with one. So <laughs> now we're like a little bit more in control of 
ourselves. Did you go through a period where you lost a bunch of weight though? Yeah. So I gained a lot of weight in college because, you Where'd know, you you go? I went to UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I'm from, we're both Gary and I are from Orange County originally. Really? Yes. Hey, what part? Um, Corona Del Mar. Okay. Well, then I lived in Corona Del Mar. Were you Newport, right? And then I lived in Newport one year. And then I lived in Costa Mesa after college. I loved Costa Mesa out of all the places. Cause Irvine's so like, yeah. It's kind of like Stepford. It's very... Yeah. Well, not Stepford, but it's very... Um, it's very suburban and spread stale. out yeah. and quiet Bland. and sleepy. Yeah. My girlfriend lives there now. It's... Really? Yeah. Can she not have like a certain plant on her front? Like, you know, like they're <laughs> yeah. like, really like anal about like what plants you have They are. They're extremely... It's scary. Yeah. What kind of plants are you not allowed to have? I don't know. I just didn't have any. I can't keep a plant alive for like to save my life. So, you know. Um... But imagine really? if you were some like crazy horticulturalist and you're like, I got to have my ficus yeah. on my porch I and imagine, they wouldn't let you. I got to. <laughs> I imagine you just don't live there. Right. It's probably not the town for you. No. Yeah. Probably not. They have a lot of like frozen yogurt shops there. What did oh. you say? Like a lot of like strip malls. I was going to tell you. I was going to save it for the Thursday show. Uh, but I'll just tell you now, Gary, because it's the first time I've seen you in a little while. While I was in New York, I went to 16 Handles. We talk about frozen yogurt on my show. Do you? All the time? time and again, yeah. yeah. And Gary recommended going to 16 Handles. And? It was good. I don't know that it... I'm... What is it? As much as I have opinions to about be, to frozen be clear, yogurt... It's just a frozen yogurt place. That's what I was going to say. Okay. It's, there's nothing novel or amazing about it. It's just a good frozen yogurt but place. But some have like way better yogurt than well, others. You I know? think this is on the upper... This is on the higher end of the scale but it's not like don't travel for frozen yogurt like, <laughs> like to don't like, like to if you happen to be walking down third avenue and you walk by one and that sounds good like check it out but it, you don't need to make a pilgrimage did you build it up i or... did i think it was a little bit built up in my head because i was like it's good but not that different than yogurt land but what i was going to say is so while i have many opinions about frozen yogurt i actually don't eat it that often because um, it makes you gassy, let's be real, right? And I think it makes you fat. Yes, I think that people that go in. <laughs> oh, right, not, yes. It was like non-fat, but they just kept going back. Yeah. yeah. But then there's also Tasty Delight, which Ooh. when I lived in New York was a super popular thing with um, like publicists who would go to the gym and then all they would eat for lunch would be a gigantic tub of Tasty Delight yes. and they would convince themselves that it didn't have many calories. Right. But now Tasty Delight has totally changed and it's also self-serve and there's a million toppings. And that's what gets you the toppings, but you can't not have the toppings. Not when they're all right there mm-hmm. begging for you to... That cookie dough. I know. Mm-hmm. I fall for that every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. How do you guys, this is definite Thursday. So I do my show Monday and Thursday and we're definitely dipping into Thursday show terrain right now. That's okay. usually when we have, we talk about food lengthy discussions about snacks. Yeah. Snacks. We talk about nothing. We talk about, snacks like all day, all we talk about nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's the podcast version of Seinfeld. <laughs> it really is. It's great. But, um, I think the time has come for us to talk about this. Do you guys go for any of the wet toppings? Like the sauces no, and that. the things gross. Those have squeeze. been sitting there for like months. As opposed to everything else, which has also been sitting there <laughs> for months. But well, for some reason like that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, the, like the caramel and like the chocolate and all that shit. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The only thing that I go for that I might consider a wet topping is uh, cherries. Oh no, I don't mean the wet toppings that are in with the rest of the toppings. I, I mean the, the stuff. cherry goop? No, no, like actual cherries. But oh, I would, yeah. I would maybe consider that wet because it's sitting in that little, it's sitting in cherry juice or whatever. Yeah. But no, no, the goop and the, the caramel and the or chocolate. The marshmallow, and the fluff. Oh. marshmallow. I'll go for a lychee 
every now and again. Oh, okay. I feel yeah, I, I can then, respect that, but I but wouldn't do that, it. I feel like that's in the right. Uh, yeah. Category, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, at a fro- at the frozen yogurt places, there's this whole row of toppings. And there's also things you can shake onto your yogurt, mm. sort of like at a salad bar. There's mm-hmm. all the like a big shaker of sunflower seeds. I never yeah. go for any of that. Yeah. I don't know why. Sunflower seeds? Yeah, yeah. I actually at a go yogurt for the place? sunflower no, seeds. No, sorry, oh. at a Although salad bar. Oh, okay, that I, I yeah. switched too quickly. Sorry, yeah. I got lost. Just bars, bars, bars. Yeah, I love bar, a right? Bar, so any sort of self serve. Yeah. yeah. You know what makes you gassy? Tell me. Soup plantation. Oh, yeah. But I love it. Sure, but isn't that, isn't, that part, isn't that part of the agreement? I guess, but I feel like it's not a good kind of gassy. It's not the, like, this is, is, is the gassy. <laughs> well, the there's way. the honestly earned gassiness of, like, I ate a lot of vegetables yeah. and healthy food, yeah, and now I'm gassy. This, yeah. Versus the soup plantation version of it, where it's like, I feel like... I might have slight food poisoning <laughs> and I gained three pounds. There was a very but you go back and you keep going. Though. There was a very, very brief period of time where Daniel, that's my husband who you met when we were dating, there's a soup plantation near his place. And at the beginning when we were dating, we would go to like, we actually, the first time we ever met, we met at the bar, um, on the rooftop of the standard, which is, People who know me, wow, like that's that a, so, so out of character for me. Not you. So, so out of, like so LA. And, yes. Yeah. Well, he chose it, and I think he was like, "Oh, this will be a good place to it's try a, for the first time we yeah. meet." Yeah, it's a, it's a good first foot forward from his point of view, but but so it's like the, it's like the last it's the last time we've ever been I, to a bar together. I, yeah. I feel like if that hadn't been your husband, you might not have even gone on the date. Like <laughs> like that. I'm impressed you even went there. <laughs> Well, I yeah, that's a long that's a long story. But so anyway, usually we try to go to like cool hip places, but then we realized there was a soup plantation really close to where yep. he lived and we were like, Well we could just go there. Um this was when he lived in Brentwood. Okay. Oh that's good. We've been there before. Yeah, you have? Yeah, me and okay. it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that might be when he fell in love with me when he's like, We could just go to soup plantation. Yes. <laughs> we could just take off our bras and go to soup plantation. <laughs> it's a dream. But then after pretty intense stomach aches for the few times we went, we had to to write it off. To Maybe we should try again. Here's I what it. it is. Like I love the idea of the salad bar. I love the, all you can. I love it. But then the OCD in me kicks in, and mm. I'm like, everyone's been touching this and this and this, and then I just like see like paw prints everywhere, right. and then I see that kid like pick his nose, and the old man stick his, and then it's just like, then I really like spiral out of control. Do you have OCD or are you a germaphobe? Uh, I think it's kind of in the same vein. Well, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, I have anxiety, really, <laughs> which then like spawns everything right, else. Right. Yeah. Right. So how does this affect you other than like being afraid of germs and I'm uh, super afraid of doctors, like to the point where like I can't like get my eyes checked without like a stomach egg. Right. It's like kind of embarrassing. Has anything bad happened to you? At no, doctors? that's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Trust me. I'm in therapy and we talk about it all the time and I don't, I think it's a past life. Do you, oh. Have you read Many Lives, Many Masters? No. This is a plug. <laughs> Did your mom recommend this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's something my mom would totally recommend. It's like about this chick who went to this therapist and they couldn't get over like her anxieties and stuff. And then he like uh, hypnotized her and went and she recalled all these past life things. And as soon as they talked about them, her like phobias went away. Really? Yeah. You have you been to hypnosis? No, I can't too anxious oh <laughs> it's right. too scary because they put you under you know like, is it a control thing it's a control thing okay. i need to be in control yeah do you hate going to the dentist as well yeah don't like being a passenger i, I like to drive 
Yeah, I need to control everything. <laughs> yeah. So do you always drive when you and Shane go out? No, he drives and I just like hold on really <laughs> tight. I've gotten better. I trust him. He also drives a big car, so I feel like pretty safe in that. How do you feel about getting your hair cut? Or styled? Or having people no, put makeup on stress. you? Or any How about of these? you? I hate getting my makeup done. Um, I like getting my makeup done because... I like just being able to sit in a chair and relax and close my eyes. But okay. if I open them and I'm like, oh, you have fucked my face up, then I then I don't like that. So I'm yeah. actually, well, I was going to say I'm controlling while letting them do it. But that's not necessarily true because I've seen people be super controlling when having makeup put on and very like demanding about but what see, they I'm want. See, I'm not like that. I'll just like hold yes. it inside and but, then after I'll stress about like, oh God, I don't look, I look weird. But see, I think that's why situations where you're out of control are anxiety provoking for people like you and me because we don't feel like we can act um, accurate or we can um what's the word i'm looking for it's a really obvious word we can speak up it's like effectively but that's not it so i'm just going to skip over the word and go straight to the meat of what i'm trying to say we don't feel like we have the ability to really protect ourselves so we don't even want to be in a situation where we're gonna yeah feel like we might get violated totally it's like an insecurity and i just like want everything to be right like i think if if we were like, oh yeah, I can negotiate anything that life throws my way. Then there would be no hesitation. To, it's like people who avoid going on a date with someone they might not like because yes. they don't want that awkwardness of having to break up with them after one date. Yeah, it's that like pre-worry. Yes, like always like yeah, yeah. 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 Oh god, we you and I could just sit in a room and get real neurotic. I know. Yeah. Well, so where do you think this? Or if you have ideas about it, like where do you think it comes from uh, in you? I, I'm Jewish. <laughs> like I just I'm a neurotic Jew. Like that's just what it is everyone in family is neurotic and part of it's like okay well that's why i became like a comedian because i feel like it's like your outlet to Mm -hmm. sort of like make fun of yourself so i'm very self-deprecating so shane that's why we get along how did we just sit and hate each other together (laughs) how did you guys meet we met um we both did a pilot for a Comedy Central thing with the Fine Brothers who are other youtubers and uh i auditioned and he did too we met on that and, and then did he, you like him right away? No, I was like, this guy smells. He was stinky, and I've told him <laughs> that before. He was, like, young, going through that, like, B.O. stage. And I was like, oh, he's gross. And then, but he kept putting me in videos, and he kept putting me in as, like, the female Lee, like, his, like, ingenue or whatever. Uh-huh. And then eventually I was like, oh, okay, he's super cute. So, yeah, he's a good guy. And then what happened? Because I know then, you guys live together, right? And you have a dog yeah, together. Yes. How long did that we're take? we're so obsessed with, like... It, uh, we dated for a year and then we moved in together and then we got a dog a year after. So natural progression. <laughs> yeah. Right. All of this is making me think about how I want to tell you guys about some healthy snacks after we talked about yeah, all sorts of, please. of stuff, I need it. especially with the new year. You're probably thinking, uh, that you'd like to, to get back to your health plan. Um, nature box, zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams of trans fats, no high fructose corn syrup. Um, some have no added sugar and no gluten ingredients. Nature box is so much better for you than other snack options. Drop the candy bar and the chips, put down the fork at soup plantation or the spoon. As it were, there's peanut butter, nom noms, baked sweet potato fries, dark cocoa almonds are all so good. And you guys can try nature box for free with a trial box of five of their most popular snacks. I don't know about you, Lisa, but I am a fan of sampler boxes. Oh, more I love than a 
than non-sampler boxes yes. more than regular boxes and you get it at your door i've actually looked up nature box and now that i know i can get a free sample i'm definitely gonna that's do it that's right sampler box of five of their most popular snacks if you go to naturebox.com slash allison again that's naturebox.com slash allison go there now to get your free trial box who doesn't love snacks and then you don't feel guilty about them that's right because yeah. they're all in like perfect portion control yeah. sizes i mean i'll eat them all at once but... that is what i do with those <laughs> hundred yes yeah you eat the whole box, you know? Do you fly JetBlue very often? It's been um, a while. It's been a while. Yeah. They Do used, they have those? They used to hand out, they used to have 100 calorie snacks. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. I ate like six in one flight. It was a long <laughs> flight. It was from New York to California. And in that direction, count. it's extra long. But, but it doesn't <laughs> count when you're on a flight. Like, I love, I actually like flying because then I could just like eat and drink and not feel bad and watch TV. And it's like, I have to. I'm flying. It also doesn't count if you're doing something super early in the morning. Yes. Or super late at night. Basically, yeah. if your schedule's thrown off. I mean, it totally does count, but, but it shouldn't. Yeah. But sometimes it also doesn't count when you're drunk nothing counts which is why i love drinking so i watched your taylor swift parody video mm-hmm. it was so good Thanks. so funny and so well done how did you guys do that um i did it i don't know i just uh shane and i were talking about like oh what should i do next he helps me a lot like come up with ideas and he was like well you should do it to like hate comments and i was like that's brilliant so then i just wrote it got my grandma my mom and recorded it and there you go. So for people who are wondering what we're talking about, it's a parody of Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Shake It Off. Which her whole idea is like, people talk shit about me, but I just shake it off, you know? It's like, yeah, you're also rich, so you can definitely like shake it off. Uh, so then, yeah. And so this is your version of it. And at first, I, I it took me a second to realize, oh, these are all things that people have been saying to you. Yeah, the YouTube comments. So basically, it's just a series of YouTube comments to the music um, and people are fucking people say pretty rude. awful things. I'm sure you you see it on Twitter. Yes, and, yes, and, and I well, and YouTube, and we've talked about on the show before. YouTube comments are can be more brutal than any other comments. They're, like, I don't know honestly why. horrendous. Why I, do you think it is? I think a lot of the people on YouTube that like the viewers um, are younger, and I feel like they get bullied at school, and this is just like a place for them to like take out their aggression, which honestly, in the end, is fine. Take it out on me. I'd rather them do that to me than to the other. Sometimes they do it internally to each right. other, and that than to I, the the chubby you in school yeah, of years ago, who chubby could have not year. handled that. <laughs> right? Yeah, she just would have had another slice of pizza. I think. <laughs> so Aww. sad. Yeah, hmm. but uh, this kind of like Lisa. makes fun of it. So yeah. You know, what are you going to do? You have to so, laugh at it. Do the comments get to you? For the most part, no, because most of the time I don't read them. I just don't read them. But sometimes, yeah. I mean, we get a lot of comments like, when are you guys going to get married? Oh, my God. I saw this comment that was like, you don't want to be one of those people that get that gets married in their 30s. And I was like, oh, my God. No one knows my age on the Internet. I try to, like, keep that off. But it's like, guys, leave me alone. Like, you have no idea, like... People don't just meet and then get married. Like, right. I, like those kind of things upset me because it's, I feel like. Do you feel like they're judging you or rushing you? Or yeah. What? I feel like there are a million Jewish grandmas <laughs> at me. Maybe it's my own personal issue, but it's just so invasive. Right. But then again, we put ourselves out there and I'm grateful that people care. So kind yeah, of that's that weird, that weird line that you have to walk. Yeah. Um, have you heard people say that if you, if you let the good ones in, then you have to also have to let the bad ones in. 
And yeah. I'm always like, I'd rather just let the good ones in. Yeah. <laughs> Who made that up? What an yeah. asshole. Some jerk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how did you start doing stuff for YouTube? So I started with the Fine Brothers. Uh, they kept putting the guys that we met on this pilot. They kept putting me in videos. And then Shane was putting me in videos. And people were naturally curious as to, like, who's this girl? And so people were trying to find me. And there was nowhere to find me at the time. And so they said, just start a channel. So I started a channel. And then over time, I did, like, one video a month. And then one every two weeks. And then now I do five a week. And it's wow. insane. And I'm hoping to just keep building and doing more parodies. And, you know. And see where it takes me. Do you support yourself through that? I do. Yeah. That's, that's congratulations. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Really amazing. You have how many millions of subscribers? Just one. 1. 1.2, I think. That's it? Yeah. Gary, we've made a mistake with this booking. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I thought we had someone who was popular on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sadly, like, that's just like the average at this point. Um, but whatever. I'm the average at this point among what? YouTubers. I mean, this community is crazy. Like, at first it was like, oh, you need to have like 200,000 to be cool. And then it was like, oh, you definitely need to have like 900. And then it was a million. And now it's like, oh, you only have a million. It's like, that's a million people. That's a million people who, that click on my channel. Saying this? The cool kids. No, really. Seriously. the cool It's kids. all getting so vague. I'm so yeah. confused. What are we talking about? It, it, uh, remember high school? Were you a cool kid in high school? Do you think I was? <laughs> Do you think I was? Welcome to YouTube. This is like what it is. It's really? A, is it, it back? Is it high school and it kind of is? Thing? It's like who's popular and are you going to make videos with them? Are you going to promote them? And it's like really? I'm just like I don't want to play the game. I don't want to play the game. Yeah. So I'll just truck along behind. So it's clicky. It's a little clicky. Yeah. And people are judged on how I. I sound like some super old out of it interviewer who's like this is fascinating this, this thing you so wait you make videos but they're on a computer not a television screen um but but so anyway it's super clicky and people are judged by how many followers or how many yeah and who they're friends with they and have. who they make videos with like mm-hmm. collabs are really popular where right. you like come over and i'll put something in your mouth haha <laughs> you put something in my mouth and then we laugh about it but you can only put something in someone cool's mouth <laughs> Did you follow that? <laughs> yes. But are we talking? Um, We're actually literally? not talking about. No. No. Yeah. Like I'm going to put whipped cream in your mouth and then you're going to put pickles in mine and we're going to make a video about it. Have people actually made that video? Yes. It's called What's in My Mouth. <laughs> look, look it up, it. everyone. How long do you spend editing a video? Because what I so I did videos and I put them on YouTube a while ago, but I never had the real like I I was never I'm definitely not a YouTuber. Um, in that I feel like you have to have a million followers now to even <laughs> you claim be that. Cool. See, you know, but that sort of very fast jump cut style I never yeah. did that. I would just mine were just sort of like it was like a podcast, but um, with a camera, right? Sort of. But, um, Which a lot like a of people series. do like, but I feel like that doesn't work on YouTube. Like, I feel like the people who are successful on YouTube of which you are one, um, you have to be good at editing. I think it helps certainly like it, uh, the audience is, you know, their attention span is so short. So if you put up like a 15 minute thing, they're not going to follow you unless you're a hot boy from London or something, which they'll watch them do anything like, <laughs> okay, and now I'm in my house and I'm doing, and like, they'll watch that. But for the rest of us, I think we do have to edit. So, I mean, when I first started, it took me hours and hours and sometimes days cause I didn't know how. And then over time you sort of like, you know how to shoot it so that you know how to edit it. You're mm-hmm. helping yourself edit while you shoot. You know what I mean? Right. So 
so it doesn't take much time and now i have a little help with it too and i got to hire someone who's wonderful oh that's so cool yeah. and so you hired a producer shooter he's editor? just an editor oh, his name editor. D- you're not just an editor chris you're a wonderful <laughs> man um but i just like email him my material every day and then he chops it up and oh, that's then i nice. give notes and for the big videos i do myself like the shake it off i did myself because control so shane uh told me about shipping yes and shippers yeah which was a whole thing i knew nothing about yeah, before right can you explain this again um okay so is this a youtube thing or is it a young people thing <laughs> i think it's a young people thing because shipping basically is when you like like to f- it started as two fictional characters together i think right so i think people did it with like um oh god like pretty little liar characters or like characters that you want to see together that you want to see together or like right. harry potter and hermione right like okay. people are like oh i ship them together like and i relationship that's what it stands yeah. for right? um and so then they started doing on like, do you know about this yes you it's don't called a ship i feel like you're usually down with the young people gary i i guess not Get on the boat. i guess not this young <laughs> right they know. ship like fictional character or even like um, cartoon characters or like on your favorite show Revenge Emily and don't judge me <laughs> love Revenge I what's do the, okay, what's fair the, enough. the blonde guy with floppy hair's name fake Mark Zuckerberg yeah what, <laughs> I don't know I haven't like watched do you ship him and Emily together like do you want them together but no. you could imagine that shippers would be wanting them yeah. together yeah, yeah. oh I can, I can see what this is it makes sense it's just I can't believe I've never heard of this it before. makes sense except Shane was saying that people ship him and joey. joey yeah and they ran with that for a while i mean they milked those they put like the a what's lot in of my sh- mouth video like a lot of shipping of is wanting two straight guys to be gay together yeah. but not really but not really because god forbid if they came out it would be like you know everyone would be so sad this is the part i'm very confused by they want two straight guys to be gay together but they don't actually want them to be gay yes do they want them to do something sexual or they just like they want them to blur the line. I think they just want them to blur the line. I don't it's know. So curious. Yeah. Fucking kids, man. It's gross. Yeah. You're a YouTuber. Do you know who this kid? I think it's called. I think his name is Maddie B. Who just is um, like a he's a really he young kid. F- he no the guy the, the guy I'm talking about and I might have the name wrong is he's just a cute little like 12 year old kid who just does music videos singing popular songs i saw this on facebook today or something i didn't click my nephew is obsessed with it i've never seen or heard of this he just he literally just sings songs that you know from like rihanna and drake and that's whoever it? that's it that and kid can and retire cute. tomorrow oh just i'm so sure know. yeah he probably can buy five houses right the second oh i think his channel has like nine million followers or some oh crazy my bullshit. god like i should do a collab with him <laughs> seriously do you watch a lot of YouTube videos? I actually don't. And maybe that's part of my problem with like, I just don't know who anyone is. It's not because I don't respect it. It's just I like to do a million other things and watch TV shows and <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I don't, but I do watch Shane and a few of my other friends there mm-hmm. on the internet. So you started out as an actress or comedian or like, what was your your first dream yeah uh first dream was to uh be an actor so i went to school at uc irvine and studied theater and then i came out here and then i was auditioning and then i just this was like a backup job amongst many of my other backup jobs uh-huh. um i had so many jobs 
I was birthday party princess for a long time. I've done so many weird things. And then this what was else? the weirdest. Um, I was a bubble master. What does that even mean? Okay. So you go to parties or to schools and you put on bubble shows. So I would have to lug like a full kiddie pool and two gallons of bubble water uh-huh. in my car. And then I'd have to drag it out. And I'm like five. I'm like a little person just dragging gallons of water. And then you would have to put on like this full time to music bubble show <laughs> where you would make bubbles. And at the very end, you would put a kid in a bubble it was really stressful have you heard of this your your uh nephew doesn't know this bubble thing to be fair i don't listen that carefully when he tells me things no, <laughs> I, I i don't i don't think i've heard of this one you can put him in a bubble for his next birthday party when i lived in new york I remember reading about a guy who would put a person in a bubble. Yes. I probably worked for him. He, he would put on a whole bubble show. Yeah. How do you how do you do it, though? It's fucking stressful. I went to, like, a three-week training session. I did one job, and then I quit. <laughs> like, one party. Because it's like, if you fuck up, everyone, like, knows, you know? Um, but it's just, um, you do it with a... Like a wand? A hula hoop. Okay. In a big kiddie pool, and you have them stand in it, and then you lift it up, and it, it's a big bubble. Yeah. How difficult is it? Um, it was hard for me. <laughs> it can't be that. I hard. didn't. That sounded judgmental. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mean yeah. like. Come on, so what's how, wrong with you? But the you? whole thing. But then you have to do like square bubbles, and it's a whole time extravaganza. It was just not. I wasn't cut out for the bubble making industry. It sounds challenging. Yeah. I guess what I'm wondering is when you lift your hula hoop out of the bubble wand solution. Yeah. No, talk more into the mic. Oh, That's sorry. what Gary is saying. Yes. Thank um, you. When you lift it out of the solution. Is it easy to create a gigantic kid-sized bubble? Okay, that bubble? part was actually the easiest, but the hardest were all the little bubbles and the tricks and the timing and the sh- show. Right. Yeah. All right. What What other weird jobs did you have? Um. Let's see. I was that person that went around to the malls and was like, hey, has your kid ever been in the movies? He could totally be a star. And like, you give them the card and then they sign up for that fake acting school and they get ripped off wow yeah i'm an asshole <laughs> but i was like that's easy cheap money i did that once and quit how did that pay um i think it paid per like car like per person that went in that signed up yeah same with when i try to like get people to sign up for medical marijuana you'd get the car you'd be like hey uh this doctor go to him and have my name on the back i did a lot of those jobs anything that like required me not doing anything <laughs> i did how would you find out about those jobs um oh god i probably craigslist where you find out all the other dark dirty things yes yeah. have you auditioned for things through craigslist <laughs> um no that's terrifying <laughs> But that was the first joke Shane made, actually, on that uh, project we did. There was this really weird dude. And he was like, I'm sure he's from Craigslist. And then I laughed. And yeah, that was that. Um, Wait, I made a note here. Oh, yes. There was something that I liked in the video that you guys just did about... um, friendship about needing to know that talking about yourself is an option with a good friend right even if you don't ever use it yeah I totally related to that I know what you mean because I remember in college becoming friends with this girl who I really liked and she was smart and funny and and uh told good stories but then I don't know a few days in I was like she only ever talks about herself and it's impossible to ever have a back and forth Right. And that's not healthy. No. But sometimes you like knowing you could talk about it. But a lot of times when I get together with my friends, I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to talk about me. I'm tired of talking about me. Like, I just want to listen to them. But like knowing that if I need it to talk about me. If something comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. Do you want to talk about you right now? No, I don't actually. I want to go back to talking about you. (laughs) I want to talk about when did you realize that you wanted to be an actress? Well, so you grew up in Tarzana. Is that right? Grew up in Tarzana. I'm a Valley girl. Uh, Always. I like uh, my parents took me to theater forever. And then I saw my cousin as Peter Pan when she was like 10. And I was like, I want to do this in children's theater. Then my eyes just got very wide because I kind of love Peter Pan. Do you really? Yes. I saw Sandy Duncan as Peter Pan at the Pantages when I was really young. And I was super, I think I had a crush on her. You always get a crush on Peter Mm -hmm, Pan. mm -hmm, You feel weird about it, but yeah, yeah, I love Peter Pan. Well, that's really cool. But was your cousin like on wires or anything? Oh no, they did strobe light and then we would jump (laughs) because I did it. Then, you know, years later I became Peter Pan, (gasps) a really fat Peter Pan, which I need to show a picture of. But like, so they do strobe lights and then you jump off the stage backstage into a mattress <laughs> but it looks like you're flying that's really cool though yeah did you see the um live peter pan that nbc just did i did what did yeah. you think um i thought it was bad direction but um but that's i'm like a musical theater nerd snob like that's my other life so i'm lise bug and lisa and then i also own a children's theater yeah you do that's so mm-hmm. wow in, in sherman oak studio city if anyone has kids you can send them there so um i like love music that's like I wish I was a better singer so I could do it. I just like love it so much. How did you come to own a children's theater? Another random job. I was teaching dance and then I started a musical theater program at the dance studio I was at with my friend Laurel. And then at some point we're like, oh, we can cut out the middleman. <laughs> so we stole all of our clients and we started our own company. That's so cool. Yeah. And how often do you go there? Do you do anything there? Or um, like what's your I don't teach as much anymore. Like we have teachers now. Um, I'd like to do all the costumes and I show up for the shows and I help cast and I oversee everything, but I'm not like as hands on anymore. That's really cool. Yeah. What's the name of it? Ovation group productions. That's yeah. wow. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, okay. So what are your favorite, uh, musical theater Peter productions? Pan is like really up there and Annie. I'm a sucker. I love all that stuff because I wanted to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I also saw The Music Man when I was really young. Good one. I think I wanted to be Winthrop. That's yes, the kid. Yes, <laughs> yes, I feel you. But I think sometimes it is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. As a boy, a little fat girl. Could have been great. What other, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm a musical theater geek, but every time I see a musical, I realize how much I love like musicals. In Did fact, you see Kinky Boots? No. That was good. Really? Yeah. When Daniel and I were in, we were just in New York recently. We saw Les Mis. Yeah. Um, which I had seen before, but he hadn't. So that was cool. And then we saw Honeymoon in Broadway, which oh, was really good. I don't know what that is. It was a movie and then they just turned it into a Broadway show. The same guy who wrote the movie. Um, it was a movie with Nicolas Cage and Je- Sarah Jessica Parker yeah, and James Caan. And they just turned it into a Broadway show with Tony Danza and Brian O'Malley. That's who's, right. Who's fan- we know her. She's fantastic. She's the girlfriend of Bobby Moynihan, who was on my show. Um, it's kind of, I don't have a lot of Broadway friends. I'm going to put you in my musical theater friend category, though. Because it's a different world, though, isn't it? Yes. But up till now, Bryn has been my only Broadway friend. That you can geek out with? It's kind of... Well, no, I have Daniel that I can geek out with. Okay. But my a Broadway friend, by that I mean someone where you go and you watch them perform live on stage. And it's so... I have a ton of performer friends, but there's something about watching someone that you've met a bunch of times when they're not performing, seeing them all of a sudden singing and acting and dancing. Yeah. It's, I'm so blown away by it. Yeah. It's incredible. It's quite a skill. I really wish I was better at it because I love it so much. It's so good. 
was that when it was your dream to be like on yeah, Broadway I went to a musical point? theater and then I got to college and like I went into a musical theater class and all the girls were really good and I was like oh okay I'm just gonna do comedy then I'll just do comedy <laughs> like I couldn't keep up so. so you grew up in Tarzana what do your parents do um, my dad's a lawyer a divorce attorney um, and my mom was a travel agent and now she's a spiritual psychologist <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize she was also a psychologist. Yeah. Well, a therapist, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess there's a difference. And you have a brother? An older brother who's a professor. He teaches Spanish. I don't speak Spanish at all. <laughs> I feel bad about it. Um, and then me. Were, did you have a happy childhood? Yeah, I think so. Did you? I don't think I did. You don't? Do you remember? No. Like, I don't really... I remember being unhappy. Really? Just <laughs> yes. Just like, with your, like, surroundings or just yourself? I kind mean, obviously every... you wrote yourself notes <laughs> in the bathroom. Right. You weren't thrilled. Kind of everything. I think that for the longest time I thought I had a really idyllic childhood. And, yes, my parents were together and I lived in a place that was nice and safe. But... I don't know. I just looking back on it, I wasn't, I think I assumed that all kids must feel that way. But now that you're saying that, did all kids feel that way? I don't know. Especially I don't girls. think as much as I did. Maybe. No. I don't, I think, I mean, I think it was, there was a lot of tension in my family and I, I'm kind of a sponge for that stuff. Yeah. Me too. I'm super. When's your birthday? Uh, May 11th. Oh, I'm April. Oh, well, that's very close. Like, I thought we could like make a connection there, but like, right. do you pick up on people's energies really easily? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. And when people say one thing is happening, but really another thing is happening, it drives me fucking bonkers. Yeah. And I think that I was picking up on a lot of inconsistencies and a lot of things being spun in certain ways. I think I was picking up on it at a young age, but I didn't have the wherewithal or maybe even the language to be able to articulate what it was so i think that it was just it just made me feel sad yeah which is still kind of when things don't add up still it makes me sad when yeah. i don't understand what's going on i'm like i just do you uh, also feel like you have to like mediate are you do you yes. really glue to everything yeah i was i was yeah. always in the middle yeah is that how you are too yeah so totally. what was that like when you said your parents divorced when you were 18? Yeah. And I didn't go home for like, I, it was like my first summer of college. So I just like stayed like in Orange County. I never like really went home. And then when I went home, it was like really tough for me. I think who that, gardens at this time of night? Is that a gardener? Or is that a, what is that? Oh, oh Okay. Should we wait for it to go by? What do we do when new yeah. sounds come in? We're learning. <laughs> well, we're going to oh, keep okay, going. We're going to keep going. All right then. Um, did you have a sense that they're that they weren't gonna last? Um, no, I mean they fought, but I think don't most parents fight? Like Mine yeah, I guess you all the time, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that they're better off apart, but they're great friends, and I love them for doing that. We still do like family holidays together. It involves a lot of drinking, but we <laughs> have fun. Like I appreciate my parents for like what they did, but I do feel like I'm always like mediating, and I'm always sort of like the one to make everything like work and maybe I just take that on myself Mm -hmm. I don't know if you feel like that like no one gave me that job but I just like took it yes well I think I was I think I just fell into that role in the family young but I think it comes naturally and not only did I just take, not only is it like sometimes you just take that role and no one asks it of you. I think sometimes people don't even necessarily appreciate it. That thing where you're like, I'm going to solve. If you say, if you say like, it's a little cold in here, like, Oh, let me change it. Let me do this. Or, you know, let me, let me fix everything for you. People don't necessarily even want that. 
Right. That wasn't really what they were even asking. I just, I'm, I always pick up on that shit. And I, well, you know what it is? I pick up on it and I think sometimes I assume it's a, it's a very passive request that someone's making, but they might mm-hmm. not. They are just talking every, you know, people right, are all adults right. and they can fix things for themselves. Plus so a feminine thing too, right? We're always trying to like yes. nurture and take care of people. I think so. Yeah. But is Shane also that way? He's definitely a people pleaser, I think he's very sweet and he'll do anything, but he is also like, he looks out for himself a lot. You know what I mean? And not in a selfish way. It's just like, he knows what he needs to do to get things done. So sometimes he'll, he won't be present enough to know that I need him to turn on the heater or whatever. Right. Whereas I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you look out for him before you look out for yourself. Oh, totally. I mean, I think that's just how many women are yeah. socialized. And I take on his anxieties. Yes. I pick up on all his stuff. And it's like, I need to learn not to do yeah. that because it's stressful. That's one of the hardest things I've found about living with someone else is allowing them to have their own mood. Yes. And not take it. Not take it and not be bumped by it and not feel like they need to not... Because it's one thing if someone's putting their shit on you, but it's another if they're just in a bad mood. Yeah. And I still have trouble with that. Like, it's very hard. Do you always think that he's, like, mad at you or, like, you did something? Um, yes, but we've gotten to the point where we'll just, we'll just say right away, like, what's up? Yeah. We'll ask what's going on. Um, and both of us, once we find out it has nothing to do with the other one, then we're okay with it. Right. But, yeah, I think that my... Is my first inclination usually that it's me? Um, it's not always that it's me, but it's that there I can tell like there's something what's and going you need on to get to the bottom of it. Yes, yeah. And if I can tell by the way he says, by the way he answers me, what's really going on? Because oftentimes I'll be like, "Is everything okay?" or "Are you mad at me?" And he'll be like, "No." And I'm like, okay, that means you are. Oh, <laughs> and then, well, then, then it'll come out. Though. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's pretty good at that. But yeah. I think sometimes he'll think that he's not even upset about something. And then like, it'll come out that there was something he was upset about. Right. Right. But Whereas it's just, you women, just can't like, We know right away. Like, yeah. I just like, we'll spill it. Right. Yeah. Right. Are you pretty, it sounds like you guys are good at communicating. That's the best thing about us. I think this, like, we're really good at communicating and not getting mad at each other. Or if we do get mad, like then we like, we never leave mad. Right. <clears throat> I'm getting all choked up about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever needed to smooth something over in your relationship, I would probably recommend a modern rustic bouquet from the Books. Great idea. Flowers are cut the day you order them, which means you get them sooner and they last longer for you. They're from the side of an active volcano and they're grown in volcanic, mineral-rich soil shipped direct to your door from Ecuador. Imagine the stories they could tell. You're, get out of here. Direct to your door from Ecuador. Flat pricing, no upsells or hidden costs. Uh, the shipping is always free, and what you see is what you get. There's no bait and switch. So the picture you see on the website is literally what they send you. And if you guys want to get 15% off, you can visit thebooks.com. That's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com, like bouquet. But it's thebooks.com, and use the promo code A-Rosen. But hurry up, because this deal expires January 27th. So again, that's promo code A-Rosen. You get 15% off your gorgeous. Gorgeous books, flowers. Dude, I love flowers so much. When Shane and I first started dating, 
literally every single time he came over he brought me flowers that's so I don't sweet. think he's never dated anyone before so he like didn't know so he thought that's what he was supposed <laughs> to and I was not gonna stop him I loved it so much I love flowers that's so sweet yeah. what kind would he bring you uh roses most of the time whatever whatever was that Ralph's <laughs> he would bring I feel like every female who's listening just went oh yeah. and every guy did not have that reaction no they're like fuck <laughs> now I have to how often do you bring your girlfriend flowers Gary I, if, if the mics wouldn't pick it up, I'd be ordering flowers right now. From, from the books. <laughs> Absolutely. Up. Honestly, flowers go, like, do you love flowers? Like, yeah. It really goes a well, long way. It's not just I, loving flowers, it's they, loving the gesture. Yeah. I don't like bringing girls flowers. That feels weird to me. I've done it then before. Have it sent, yeah. That I like to do. Oh, yeah. I like to, especially if it's an occasion where she's not going to necessarily expect it. Then, then that's nice, the especially to like send it to her office or something like that. That's, really that's nice. a good yeah. move. I've done that numerous times. I've done it a couple times using the books, and I've never gotten a complaint. Yeah, the unexpected flowers. That, so good. Yeah. yeah, like Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, you're gonna give me flowers, but right. like, although I recommend the books for Valentine's Day as well. Oh yeah, because that's coming up. You <laughs> better still, order that soon, though. Right, because right? that gets busy. Exactly. But still, yeah, just the the unexpected just yeah because I love and then you. everyone in the office is like "Ooh," and then you win yeah you could do yeah. that at your current office since it's super officey it's super officey do you bizarre. have a desk do you have a cubicle how does i it- have my own office which is so rad and i um like decorated it and stuff but um there's a lot of cubicles there and i you know if i need to get a snack i have to go to the kitchen and it's a terrifying place do you guys have a keurig coffee maker we do it's a single uh, serve thing yeah but it's not keurig it's a different brand okay. but still the single serve pods i'm a fan i mean oh, i know it's yeah, not good obsessed. for the environment but yeah. It's so much easier than the communal coffee pot. Mm-hmm. We have one of those too, so you can pick which one you want. Right. Yeah. It's all the different kinds of coffee. People get so excited over food, like in the office specifically. It, it's, it's weird. Something about working for the man, I think, makes yeah. you super fucking excited about half a bagel. Yeah, it's crazy. When someone brings in cookies or something, like you would have thought we all won a million dollars. Do you get the email that says cookies in the break room? Okay, no. Well, <laughs> I like don't ever check my work email, but those emails go out and it's like, I can't read them. It's too depressing. <laughs> I don't want to do it. How long have you been doing the TV in no time job? Oh, goodness. I think I st- it's almost been a year. God, a year goes fast, huh? Maybe like eight months or something. And was that something you auditioned for? Uh, yeah, they brought me in because of YouTube. So God bless YouTube for giving me strange opportunities. And I read, yeah, I did a test week with them. And then they brought me on board. So you go there every day? I go there every day. No, Monday through Friday. I commute like a normal person. It's so weird. I feel like a real LA person. Do you like it? Do you like this, oh, this no, structure? I, 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 well, I like the structure. The commute is terrible until I found uh, Serial, the podcast. Do you have mm-hmm. lots to say about that? Do I have lots to say about yeah. it? Um, I, As a fellow podcast, it's such a different genre. but It's been wonderful for podcasters because yeah. it's turned all sorts of people onto podcasts. And I think that now people are... like Podcasting is having... A, a moment or yeah. a renaissance or something because of cereal it makes your commute so much better any yes. pocket, like huh. although with cereal i did enjoy it but i found that i would have to rewind repeatedly because her voice is so soothing, soothing that i yes. would like i'm not even listening i'm just my mind is is drifting Agreed. or you're listening too hard and then you're like how did i get home yes did i take the freeway i do wish that i had more of a sense of what the of who did it oh it's so frustrating yeah. we'll never know do you th- have you listened to Serial? 
I'm nine episodes in. So. Oh, oh, we can't talk about okay. it because we really it's Sorry, really a precious. I, a you shouldn't. You shouldn't not talk about it for me. You should not talk about it for. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think it's been long enough to talk about. Okay. All right. Next time. Yeah. Because I, I so am fun. desperate to talk about it, but yeah. I'm racing through it. Because maybe, then maybe I'll say this. It's so crazy when I found out exactly who did it. I know. <laughs> I can't believe they figured it all out. I know. All right. I think we should do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Everyone. All right. Kelly Banks says, just me or everyone. Oh, do you know about just me or everyone? No, I probably no, should have, you probably should went have given into it. I, was like, I started sweating like with The Bachelor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a segment we do on the show where people write in or tweet in things that they think or do. And they're like, is it just me or is it everyone? Oh, I love this. And then okay. we read them and we say whether we all do that oh, or not. Oh, yay. Okay. Okay. And um, Gary, you chime in on the, these two. Kelly Banks says, just me or everyone, seeing a really skinny person eating a salad really pisses me off. Um, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It more pisses me off when they're like eating a donut. I'm like, damn yes. it. I wish I could do that. Right. That's yeah. the more. Yeah. If they're eating a salad, I'm like, yeah, they're suffering with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't. I don't know. The, the, that that stuff doesn't occur to me. I the only time that something like that occurs to me is when you see like a really really fat dude eating like a big chicken leg, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, get after it, bro. Like, I'm with you. Like, that's exactly what I would expect. Oh and like, God, good for amazing. you. Like, I I love that. That's my food thing. I'm glad you feel that way because I feel bad when I see. Yeah. Having basically been this person at one point, I feel bad seeing a super fat person like eating an ice cream or something in public. I wouldn't have done that though because I didn't want to feel How judged. How fat were you? Um, I was about 200 pounds at my fattest. Really? Yeah. You look great. Good Thank for you. you. What'd you do? Thank you. Um, I like kind of like what Shane said, starved myself yeah. and exercised a lot. I mean, this was, I lost it. I was always overweight growing up. My weight went up and down. Um, and then in high school, it's like there'd be one year where I was always sort of, I've never been to the point where I'm like, I feel like a thin, normal person, <clears throat> if thin and normal. I don't think I don't thin is normal, but I've never feel right. like that. Yeah. But in high school, there were a couple years, I think like my sophomore and then maybe part, maybe my junior year, I can't remember where I really wasn't that fat, but then in college I gained weight and then I lost it and then I gained it and I lost it. And then after college, um, I gained a bunch of weight and then started losing it. It's finally in New York. That's for some reason when I moved there, I was able to like really hunker down and really be very controlled and, um, I felt diet and control forced to walk. Yes. Yeah. And that's great. Every time I'm in New York, I lose weight, even though I eat walking. like an idiot. Yeah. 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 So I just love to eat. I just love to walk the city. So like, uh, that's like a hobby for me if I'm in New York is I'll totally. just go walk like 40 blocks and five avenues for no reason. I love, that's what I love about New York. So that's do what, I. We but you walk we here for like 40 minutes and you get nowhere. It's bizarre. One of my big concerns about moving back was, oh no, what if I turn into that fat person? I was, what if, I believe yeah. my actual words were, I don't want to become that fat sad girl again oh god i just so uh, pathetic i know it so well but it's you didn't co- so i didn't yeah <laughs> i don't think you ever will you know what i mean i feel like i think at this point because it's been about been about 10 years since i've been like fat i guess 
real fat. Um, That's such a terrible word. Yeah, I it. it is. Heavy. But then all the other euphemisms, like since it's been about 10 years since I've been big boned, since Yo, I've just, just been the big gal. Yeah. <laughs> a big lady. Yeah. Um, so now I trust that I wouldn't let it get out of hand like yeah. that again because what would happen is that when I would go through phases where I just wouldn't step on the scale for a long time and now I have a very unhealthy relationship with the scale. I'll step on it multiple times in a day yep. but I don't let it get out of hand. Because in college, this probably happened to you, I never stepped on the scale and then one day I did and I was so overweight where I was like, when did that happen? Yes. So at least if you do it like every right. day. Right, you sort of know what's going yeah, on. Or like once a week you'd like keep on track. I didn't even have a full length mirror in college. <sighs> I wish I had. Yeah. Because I look back at photos and I, I think I not only was I though. fat, but that outfit was yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How did I, why did I do that? Why did I put those two things together? Oh. Uh, I thought I looked good. I spent so much time on my hair in college, too. I bet it, your hair looked great. It, I don't think it did. Mm. I don't think it did. I'm sure it did for the time. Maybe. It, it was... Do you have a perm or... No, I have naturally curly hair. Oh. And this was before Japanese or Brazilian straightening or anything like that. So I just know there was like a lot of mousse and a lot of scrunching, bend over with a diffuser. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Yeah. I love it. But the thing about oh. the curly hair is you kind of have to do it every day. So, And mm. I also smoked at the time. And I remember asking someone, do I ever smell like smoke? And they said, no, you just smell like hair products. <laughs> <laughs> That was my thing in college. Oh, I would have loved you in college. Um, but thank you. What I was going to say was, I always feel bad for the fat person eating something that looks fattening in public because I feel like everyone's judging them. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, what if that person... I'm not saying that they probably have, but you don't know. For all you know, that person has been dieting for like three weeks and this is a treat this they're allowing the, like, themselves yeah. or they, it's the one thing they're going to eat that day or totally. like you just never, just like you don't really know what goes on in other people's relationships. You don't know what goes on yeah. in their mouth. Yeah. My mom, uh, really fast was shopping over Christmas and she was at CVS and like, it was like right before Christmas where everyone's just like going crazy and like stress. And she said, she texted me and was like, there is this large, beautiful woman eating a full like tub of ice cream while shopping at CVS. Like she wow. just gave no fucks. And my mom said, good for her. See, that's my favorite. I, that it's would, like, that would put me in such a good mood for the next like hour and a half. I would walk out of that CVS smiling. It's so happy. Where that's the, not the, the because, like, no, because that's not you or No, because because zero fucks are given. Like good yeah, for you. Yeah, good for you. Like, Just, like live your life. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Okay, I was in a CVS on December 24th, and I'm sure she's been dealing with all kinds of family bullshit. Yeah, and that's fucking what my mom has been said. preparing fucking dinner and all this nonsense, and it's like that's probably her 35 minute <laughs> escape. She doesn't want to take any shit from her family, so she's just in CVS eating ice cream. Good for you. Fucking. Go I sick. like eating it on my couch. I do too, but, but okay. Just, Time. Just go for it. Okay. Have know. you seen those little tiny, and I think they're adorable because I'm a fan of all miniature versions of big things, yes, but those too. just single serve ice yes. cream things. Yeah. So cute. My husband gets them. I, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I could never do that. Because one little one is like 280 calories. No. If it's Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. What a rip off. But At that point, so you might right. as well just eat the whole tub, you know? But it's so good. I know. It's so they're so cute too. Mm. I like to look at the little ones, especially if it's like dryers and things. I'm like, if you didn't have perspective, you might think that's a big one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how much it's just a small version of the big one. Okay, I think I've lost some people. Just Dawn says, I'm convinced habitual door slammers can't hear what they're doing anymore, or perhaps they're dicks. Perhaps they're just dicks. Um, 
As someone who was asked not to repeatedly slam the door when she first moved into an apartment in the aforementioned Costa Mesa with roommates, really? I didn't know I was doing it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think feel like she's talking about like someone abusive. I mean, this sounds dark, no? Oh, right. Like people who, who storm out and slam the door? Yeah, that's what... Maybe. Or just like... I, no, I, I think he means just people who slam it as they leave. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they, then they don't know. I'm a habitual door leave opener. Ooh. And my husband will say, you know I can see you, right, when I'm in the bathroom? Because yeah. for some reason I have this urge to make it so that we don't close doors. But it's a it's a weird form of laziness because... I feel you. I just don't... It's well, you know effort. what? But it's not... Yes. Actually, but in in this place that I live, every the doors are all kind of old and there's a lot of paint on them. So they like make these crackling sounds as you close them. Just and take sometimes them off. it takes a few, a few... Oh, Really? Just go crazy. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't thought of going to that level of yeah. lack of doors. Then right. you can't like have an excuse for not closing it. You right. just don't have one. It's, it's just not there. Yeah. Emily Wills says, just mirror everyone. I've had general anesthesia administered via a face mask. Whiteout and Sharpies remind me of that smell. I've had general anesthesia twice. That was a big thing I was afraid of in terms of being afraid of losing control. Because you're gone. Yes. Yeah. That was the best though, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know. Now. I, I was scared of it before, but when I woke up, I was like, okay, I'll, that's, thank you. Yes. Every procedure from now on. After. You, just, you don't know what happened. Because they're like countdown from and the, 100 and you're like 99. I'm awake. And, and it's, it's done. Just, yeah. It's and over. the drugs are pretty great. My first. Where'd you ex- get done? Um, I had some cysts removed from my ovaries Oof. a few years ago. Um, sorry, I know everyone cringes when I say that. I have endometriosis. I'd like to thank you for asking. <laughs> On behalf of the listeners. <laughs> oh, and then it everyone gets, it gets even better. Yeah. The second procedure I had to have, and this was back in September, I had to have some polyps removed from my uterus. Cool. Um, that was a big nothing one, though, in terms okay. of reco- recovery, because. It just was like a, yeah, a big nothing, but they put you out anyway. Um, but anyway, that one, I actually found that whole experience, I would almost say enjoyable. That's how much I enjoyed the drugs that they gave me before they put me under. I was like, I am so relaxed for the first time in so long. I'm so relaxed. I can have any thought and nothing's getting to me. It wasn't scary. It it wasn't, but my fear was gone. Like I want to find these drugs. Yes. Um, so yeah, I actually, my fear, as long as I'm comfortable with the hospital, I think in the people doing it, my fear of general anesthesia, thank God has gone away because that was a fear that wasn't really helping me. No. Um, because sometimes you just have to have things done. I take it you have had general anesthesia before? Um, once I got a deviated septum and not a nose job. I was like the only person in LA to just get the deviated (laughs) septum. And, but I freaked out. I mean, like I like made a fool of myself. I like cried and like, and then they gave me the drugs and then I like fell out of control. But then I, oh really? Yeah. The first time I had it, it's intense. I, they, they gave me something. He, I remember they're like, do you want a cocktail? I'm like, sure. But I was wide awake as they were rolling me into the OR. And I, <gasps> oh you know, God. when the mask Do you mean like came, a drug cocktail or did they like mix he, you a drink? Like put no. an umbrella in it? He meant a drug cocktail. Okay. I, that was his cute way of saying. Oh, okay. I just want wanted to make to sure because yeah. I was going to ask for his number. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he just puts me in the IV. But it didn't really take in the same way that it did this last time because I really still was nervous. and like, what the fuck? And very alert. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Actually, this last time I talked to the anesthesiologist ahead of time and I told him my experience and I think he wanted to make sure that I wouldn't have that experience again. So he, I don't know if he gave Let's me get his something. Number. He was great. He was so good. 
he was like we will give you enough drugs to knock out an elephant because yes. i know that's what you think you are so <laughs> <laughs> he got you he, he really he really did <laughs> um I didn't even mind that he was late and we all waited forever for the anesthesiologist really? to show up. I don't know if he was late or they just wanted to go early and so they were trying to rush things. But Ooh. anyway, he was he was worth the wait. But no, I, no I, there's nothing that trigger no smells that, that trigger the, the memory of that for me. That's a very specific thing. Yeah. Uh, Sooner Magic says, just mirror everyone. When passing a terrible driver, I have to look at them to make sure their face is as stupid as they're driving. Yes. Yes. I yeah. I mean, I didn't know that's why I was doing it, but I have to stare. It's, and like, I need to know what fucking like, yes. idiot. Yeah. Like, it's the curiosity. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong? And it's always disappointing. Uh, John Mulaney has a great joke about it in his most recent special, but it's like, it's always disappointing when you drive by because you. I want it to be. Yeah, what do you want it to be? I, you know? I want it to be an Asian grandmother yeah. who's just like, she's doing her best. <laughs> but like, inevitably, it's just somebody texting or whatever. But Mulaney's joke is about how, you know, I stepped on it by saying what I said. But it's people drive by and look at him and go, they see a 29-year-old man trying his best. And it's like, <laughs> that is always frustrating. <laughs> because I just then I just feel for that person. Because you're just kind of fucked in life if you, that's where you're at. At, yeah, you know your early thirties, like mm. just right. trying your best. Fate no chaser says, just mirror everyone. Sometimes it's satisfying to open the napkin and look at all the snot after blowing my nose. Hell yeah, yes. it is. Yes, <laughs> especially if you're sick. Oh, it's the best. Oh, yeah. when a chunk like, oh, comes out. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Do you ever have the thing though where a chunk comes out and it hurts? Like you feel Ooh. like you almost yes, like but blew your throat out your nose. <laughs> yes, but it hurts the way that pulling a scab through your hair hurts. It's a good hurt. What's that? In my opinion. We kind of love picking scabs off of our head. It's just a thing that a lot of Ooh. our listeners also share, though. But not, it's not, no, I don't like picking a scab off my face or my arm. No. Strictly my scalp, because there's something about just grabbing it with your fingernails and just sliding <laughs> it through your hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Getting, getting tingly but, all over. Yeah. <laughs> but what it causes that? Like, what do you, I don't, like I a think bug bite on the head um, or like yeah, okay. a head something zit. like that. I think like, maybe. Oh, a head zit. Yeah. Guys, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. not big scabs or anything. Like not like I got hit with a hammer, but like, <laughs> yeah, like or not with I burned myself with a straightening iron because it no. can't be something that's self inflicted for no. me. No, it's got to be something. That, it. It's yeah. got to be something you discover one day and then it's like ooh, in six days. <laughs> I know. In six I can't days, wait till this shit cross is coming. <laughs> but yeah. and you just you gently like check it once a day. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> You're getting there. That's so Can't funny. wait till we're home alone later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because for some reason, it doesn't really hurt. But no, occasionally, it, it does, though. Yeah, and that's like even touch, okay, yeah. too. Yeah, but it doesn't hurt enough for it to be unpleasant. And it's like, it's a, such a satisfying feeling at the end. Yes. It really is. Wow, yeah. guys. And it's weird because you can have days and days of picking the same <laughs> head scab. And then one day, it's just magically gone. Yeah. And it, how does it do it? That's amazing. It's the head version of when you keep biting that same spot in your mouth and you're like, this is never going to heal. Oh, and yeah. then it does. <sighs> Got excited talking about that. <laughs> Joanna, who was it recently who was not down with? Was it Jenna? I think that freaked Jenna out a little bit. Okay. Some people are definitely not down with talking oh, about like picking it. head scabs. Also like picking ingrown hairs. Out you of your what? One? Out of your bikini line. Oh, yeah. That shit's so good. Because then two come out. Oh. Shane and I like doing that one and pimples. Do you ever begin to feel almost 
nauseous though from like being hunched yes, over yes. trying to pick it there's a weird sort of disgusting yes. feeling and i almost oh. think it's orthopedic i almost think it's from <laughs> being bent too. over sometimes you have to stretch afterwards. especially I, I often like the best place to do that i find is sitting on the toilet killing yes. time Dude. <laughs> so That's much time so can funny. pass though yes and not much accomplished the most pain from that i have found is i don't know if you get bumps on the back of your arms or ingrown hairs yeah. in the back of your arms but like if i and i haven't done it in a long time but like going to town on the side <laughs> of my arm and like kind of pulling the arm flab around to try to get a better view of it that is when you're really like contorted like it almost hurts my lower back just trying to mimic the position totally. you have to be in to pick your yeah. arm and that hurts too oh the arm and i hate the arms you can't pick those yeah it hurts too much Honestly, this is my favorite conversation of all time. <laughs> I'm dying. Would you care to share anything else you like to pick? That's it, really. Sometimes my toenails, but not, not that often. I'm a disgusting right. human being. No, you're not. Yeah. No. Okay. Everyone every everyone picks that's, their toenails time and again. If wait, you don't, that shit builds up. Wait till you up. see the tweets. I thought we were fucking insane <laughs> oh for talking God. about this the first time we did. It's probably one of the biggest Twitter responses we've ever gotten from anything we the ever said on the show. Things that you like to pick on? Yeah. Head scabs, stuff like that, like... It's because people, no one, then people don't have anyone to talk about that with. Yeah, it's most a scary people wouldn't thing. share it. Yeah. It's a scary thing to bring up, it. but everyone kind of That's does. why I love fart jokes. Like, yes. that's like yeah. my go to. And I just like every poop joke I laugh at, like uncontrollably. Me too. Really? I, I just, always, I used to say that I have a seventh grade boy sense of humor. Me too. I just, and it's so, like, it's because it's those things you're not supposed to do or yes. talk about, but everyone does it. Exactly. Joanna Bowman says, just mirror everyone. New sweater fits perfectly. Afraid to wash it for fear of losing its shape. Yes. Hashtag curvy girl problems. Um, you can't wash sweaters. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta you can. dry clean them. Maybe you can. I've definitely ruined sweaters that way. Yeah, yeah I have a general I had to have a general fear of that. Um Or like pant anything. You don't want to wash right. it because you're like it's not gonna be the same. But uh, yeah, I have ruined so many garments by being like, I'm gonna lead a clean life and wash my clothing and then it's never the same yeah just be dirty but i think did you and i talk about this daniel was told that you can just put your jeans in the freezer that doesn't make sense what? to me i've read that online who has too. that much freezer room first yeah, of all that's well, yeah a, next that's, to the bodies you, you gotta have a fancy ass freezer <laughs> special but, freezer for your jeans but my thing then is but no because what does that do i don't know fucks your food up would be my <laughs> yeah that's what if I'm it thinking. truly if it truly cleans your jeans <laughs> right. then it is fucking up your food or even if you take all the food out the essence of that is forever unclean yeah right like oh. i see like that that's an interesting idea if you have like a if you live in minnesota and have like a meat locker or <laughs> right. something but then like, do your pants smell like meat uh, i don't think when jeans it's that ever cold, really smell does... like anything when it's that cold, are there no smells? Is that what... But here's the thing. Once your jeans get back to wearing temperature, don't they smell again? If that's why you put them is in there? Is it the smell or like the cleanliness? Oh, is it the idea of the cold that kills the germs? I think it's the cold will like get the dirt off of it so that you can just basically like shake them out. Now, why aren't we washing them again? Because we're afraid of what's going to happen. Oh, hashtag yeah. curvy girls. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, just buy new jeans. But also if they're like if they're dark blue or black and you don't want them to fade, yeah. I yeah. guess. I was like 27 before I realized that you don't have to wear you don't have to wash your jeans after every time you wear them. Was that a Laura Lee thing that's no. his mom? Oh. No, she Laura she Lee? would that's still a cute name. I know. Thank you. She uh she would that No, Laura Lee I guess is the reason that I fucked this up because she would That's what I'm saying. Time, Did you yeah. wash them every time because of Laura Lee? I guess. She's very clean. Uh, clean house. She's organized. She's 
Love yeah. her. Yeah. She Isn't likes. She... I think she likes doing laundry and stuff. Sure. One of her favorite thing to do, admittedly, in the world is iron. <laughs> she ironed my t-shirts until I was like 20 and told her to stop. Wow. <coughs> Therapeutic. Sorry. How can you enjoy ironing? No, I mean, I guess... I can, you know what? You could enjoy it if... Uh-oh. Gary's fondoliering. That is... So this guy on the Thursday show, Matt Fondelier. The term fondoliering refers to a lot of things at this point. But one of them which I do frequently, is when you just start choking out of nowhere, like on your own saliva. And it happened to him, speaking of musicals, when he was at Evita. Oh no, like in the audience? Yeah, but like during one of the more dramatic songs. The more dramatic, quiet... At the beginning, like a solo. Yeah, her only song in the whole show. And he began... (laughs) That's always my fear. My fear is being trapped somewhere without water and Mm. fondoliering. Yeah, fondoliering. I like that. I remember one time I had the biggest crush on this was in my super fat days when I would get crushes on people that I just had no chance with. Yeah. Um of course. and I would drive long distances to see them and then I would overanalyze everything that they had said to me afterwards. But this guy, who was it? Oh, I remember now. Okay, so he met there was I was living in Orange County. <laughs> living in Orange County, but drove up to go see a show at some club around here in LA and then we all went to Swingers which is a diner here and there was like eight of us and he met us there and I was you know when you're when you're like eight people deep in a booth nope the worst I was in the middle nope and I began choking and where my eyes were watering and snot was coming out of my nose and everyone was looking at me which makes it worse and he just kept being like are you okay and every time I would try to talk I would cough again I felt so wet in that in that moment like just wetness pouring <laughs> in my face probably sweating oh it's so awful yeah it was really awful i'm fine though thanks <laughs> oh yeah are you okay <laughs> it doesn't matter we got a great story out of it yeah, there you go <laughs> sorry gary i was no, trying to take good. the heat off i of appreciated you. it i was i was just you joking recovered. i appreciated okay. it frankie says hate it when people say 7 a.m. in the morning just say one or the other you idiot yeah that kind of bugs me oh i never Um, thought about it i think i'm okay with it my i don't know if this one's come up before i think it has but my thing and it's been really prevalent in my life lately is like when somebody says i'm gonna go down to san francisco from right. here it's oh up. you're like, come like, on. I, like i don't know maybe i'm weird but i have a fucking map in my head yeah. and like yes. i know yeah where things are like i i cannot go up to san francisco or to san diego i cannot do it yeah right i just i don't know shane does that all the time but i just don't think he actually knows but like we were driving from san diego back to la and he i think he said down or something yeah, yeah that bothers me yeah i don't know why it that seems is. so obvious to me even though i have no sense of direction but the north south thing yeah. up down is fine left right is more confusing yeah okay. but now it's why do we west. all say what'd you say it's called east west <laughs> just trying to help you out <laughs> I, I know i was saying specifically the left and right are more oh, baffling oh, to oh. me though things on the x-axis versus the y but but we all say back east why is that Maybe we don't all say it, but everyone yeah. accepts back yeah, east. Yeah, you're right. Back uh, east. Maybe, that's a like, good versus point. Versus out west. Maybe it's historical. I Yeah, I think it's because, yeah, the only thing that makes any sense is because that's where the original colonies were. And Right. I don't know. Like manifest that. Go back. Because, yeah. yeah, because everyone went out west from the east and then right. presumably the ones that went back were going back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Back and they of went the book is down to, the right. to Plymouth. I had never, that had never occurred to me. WW leader Amy says, 
I don't see the point of unsalted saltines and want them to be called eens. <laughs> I never thought about that, but I love that. I, I love, love that. that too. It's true. Wait, it's... why do they have unsalted saltines? What's the point? If you want those crackers without the salt. But that's the whole point of the cracker. I know. I love it's salt. in the name. Yeah. Good point. Curtis Interruptus says, and this is the last one, when I get a coffee at Starbucks, I make sure the cup seam is in the back opposite the spout. I do that too. Some people want opposite. to line up. No, but then you get your lips on the... Yeah, I agree. That's I don't like my lips touching the seam if no. I can avoid it. I don't line it up so that they're exactly at 12 and 6 o'clock, but I would, I would move it if it was given to me with the mouth thing on the seam. Right, he's say, yeah, he's saying that he makes sure the seam is in the back yeah. opposite the spout. Right, I'm I would saying agree the people him. that you were talking about that are the opposite of yes. him are insane people. Yes, I agree. Right, I, yeah, you don't was, yeah feel we've that, had like, just mirror everyone's from people who say that they have to line it up, and uh, that's wrong. You're, you're doing you that's have, wrong. You're doing it backwards. You were wrong. <laughs> I can I see I can be anywhere on the. I mean, if we're gonna call yeah. it a clock, I can be anywhere on the clock except for that number. I don't. Right. Need, it doesn't need to they be can't six both and twelve. Yeah, I can't be six and six. But I'm also convinced that then it'll like spill more if you do it that way. That's probably not right, but... If you which, turn it. Have the seam lined up uh, with the spout. Well, if you happen to be on vacation and making an Irish coffee out of Starbucks, uh, the seam is where it will break down first. At least I've been told. Yeah. This, it's really? weird. You'd think the seam would be stronger, but no. No. Because no. I, th- just I think together. the alcohol starts to break down the glue. I'll keep that It's in gross mind. to even think there's glue in your cup. Oh, yeah. But of course yeah. there is. Yeah. But of course there is. It's interesting. You can't think too much about anything. I'm about to think too much about this. Some people say, I'm going to get a coffee. Some just say, I'm going to get coffee. I say, yes. I don't put an uh in front of it, usually. You don't want to limit your options? No, I just don't. I think I think of it as the activity of getting coffee, as opposed to the specific thing I'm getting is a coffee. Right. But I'm okay with both of them. I am too. Neither of those bug me. Yeah. I kind of, when I hear a coffee, even though I don't say it, I kind of like it. I think it's, it yeah. makes the coffee sound exciting. <laughs> I think I prefer going to get coffee mm-hmm. because it is the act of physically going somewhere. Yes. Right. Because coffee seems like a thing you could get most places that you are already. So you're kind of making a pilgrimage to go get good coffee. But if you're home, would you find yourself, would you be like, I'm going to make coffee or I'm going to make a coffee? It would make be coffee. make coffee. Even, yeah. even if it's Keurig K-Cup. I don't know why. Right. That is still a coffee, but it's I'm going to make coffee. Yeah. I wonder if it's regional, since we all say make coffee. Make coffee. And we're all from coffee. here. Could be. I don't People, know. People. Listeners. If Ooh. you say make a coffee. If you're from back where east. Where are you from? <laughs> That's yeah. right. If you're from and down north. Um, let us know. And you can uh, let us know at Allison Rosen or... Well, at Allison Rosen is how you reach me on Twitter. Um, but if you want to tweet us JMOs and, and stuff like that, JMOs being just me or everyone's, tweet us at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. That's Allison Rosen's your new best friend. A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter. That's where we are there. Um, <clears throat> uh-oh, have to clear my throat. Hang on. <clears throat> Taking the pressure off a little bit. <laughs> this also happens to me. You get And it also, I say, I tend to leave, you know, we were talking about L's. I tend to leave the L out of the word also. So also, now I'm like also. trying to overpronounce it to, mm-hmm. to over, I'm overcompensating because I tend to just say also. Oh, I kind of like that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it says awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Hang on. I really got to get this thing out of my throat. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. But now I want to tell you guys about Vegas.com. I don't know if you have this experience. Do you go to Las Vegas very often? Uh, I go with my girlfriends. Yeah. 
whenever I'm there, I always look around and I think there are people who are here and they're having the same experience I am. And I feel like they probably paid just a fraction of what I paid. Yes. I always feel like yes. if you know There's how to, to work, yes. yes, Vegas more than any other I don't place. Know how to do it. I don't know why that is, but more than any other place in Vegas, there's this sense that like if you do it right, they probably pay you to go there. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but anyway, Vegas.com, I suspect, is the way that people do it because they have amazing deals. So go to Vegas.com right now, and when you book hotels, shows, vertical zip lining off the Rio, enter my code best friend in the promo code at checkout, and you get an extra 10% off everything but air hotel packages. That's Vegas.com, and get your bonus savings with my secret code best friend. Um, so they really do serve up Vegas from the inside because unlike other travel sites everyone who works for vegas.com or who works at vegas.com lives in vegas works in vegas and parties in vegas and they know the people that get the deals so the second that prices drop vegas.com drops them on their site in real time and they give you insider tips on where to stay and what to do when you're there and the drop watch that's their like drop watch tool it continues to monitor the price even after you book and notifies you of changes to ensure you get the best deal i kind of love that i love that you don't have to keep monitoring it right. it'll just do it for you um, so you can book at a lower rate and then they'll refund you the difference. They do the work for you. So it's another reason to book at Vegas.com. They have your back. So again, go to Vegas.com and you get special savings with my secret bonus code. Excuse me. With my ones. secret code, which is best friend. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I try not to hawk shit. No, I'm excited about all of them. Your books and your nature box and your Vegas.com. Yeah, dude, I'm going to live it up. Now's a good time to go to Vegas, too, because it's not as crazy as I it know. probably was on New Year's. What did you guys do for New Year's? Uh, we went up to San Diego, <laughs> uh, and we hung out with a couple of friends of ours, and we literally like did nothing. It was awesome. We played board games and drank wine. Nice. And acted silly. We went up to Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> People who don't live in a 60 mile radius are like, I don't understand what they're talking about. And it's kind of irritating yeah, to me. Sorry. We're referring to places that are south of us, but we're saying up because <laughs> we're super clever. Um, yeah. We went to Orange County to a friend's house. My friend was having a party, a karaoke party. I'm not a karaoke fan. Either am I. I'm, they feel like I'm the only one except for you who doesn't love karaoke. I would never get up and do it. You couldn't pay me to do no, it. No, no, no. I'm with you. Okay. No karaoke. Oh, Thank you very People much. People fucking love it, though. No, they they like love live. it. But it actually was, was fun at this party. Okay. Um, or the party was really fun. I've also rang in New Year's in New York at like a tiny, one of those karaoke places where you rent a little room and they now give you that, a binder. that's fun. That I find to be worse, actually. Because then it's like the room? only thing you're doing is karaoke. Okay, fair enough. I get what you're saying. As far as karaoke goes, though. As opposed I to guess. being in like a bar with karaoke. Oh, yeah, I'd rather no. be with my friends no, in a I small No, I would never, room. never. The bar karaoke thing. Nope. Two separate. I've been on two separate dates with two separate guys. To karaoke? Where, yes, and I got the sense that we went there just because they wanted me to see them Boo. do their song. What was their song? One guy's was U2's One. Ugh. <laughs> and I can't remember the other guy. Ugh. But Ugh. I remember he got off the stage... And he had this look, like this this way about him, like he thought he had just performed a concert. Stop. <laughs> was that the I one did. and only date? Yes. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah it was good call. awful. Yeah. But a house party karaoke. Right. So yeah, that's what I did for New Year's. So that was that really fun. That sounds fun. What did you do, Gary? Uh, I went to a Mexican restaurant and was yeah. home by like 8.30 or something. You're my hero. I like that. Yeah. 
I'm really embracing 30. <laughs> I'm just hugging it with both arms. Yeah, it was fine. It was uh, There's a restaurant that me and my girlfriend love, and it was closing on December 31st. Oh. So we like went there. and that was, sad? Yeah. Uh, there's other locations up here. It was just the one by her place. But uh, What restaurant is it? El Cholo. Uh, oh, yeah. Love El Cholo. one of my favorites. Ab- Which one ever. was closing? Not Irvine. the original. Oh, Irvine. There's, there's one in Irvine, a little deeper into Irvine than UCI, but over there. Um, and it was closing. And we know all the bartenders, so we knew that they would pour heavy. So we just went over there and had, like, three drinks. And we were the youngest people in the po- in the joint by, like, 40 years. Yeah. But the ones that were in there were, like, 65 and rocking their Tommy Bahama shirts. <laughs> and they had yeah, noisemakers. They had all the, you know, 2015 fucking glasses and all the accoutrement. It was great. It was really, it was Did fun. you eat like 12 baskets of chips and salsa? Because that's what I did. I did. I guess that doesn't count. It doesn't count. That's the yeah. part that doesn't You didn't order it. Yeah, it and then came. I always get a salad. Yeah, like, I well, eat, like, so I, much. No, I did not get the salad. I definitely <laughs> went after the fajitas and the enchiladas and Fuck. ate all yeah. of them. But I, that was the last time I'm going to do that for a while. So. Do you feel like fajitas came on the scene suddenly a while ago? And they've never I left. Feel or like maybe they've... I just became aware of them one day when I was okay. young. So I feel I like, like they got really yeah. popular like Why, they're 10 kind years of ago healthy? or something. I think so. Because they sizzle. Yeah, that's it. I love when it comes out with the little sizzle. I saw a Yelp review that was aggregated in a list of ridiculous Yelp reviews. But it was like, the fajitas came out still sizzling. Way to put me at risk, <laughs> asshole. I'm calling the Better wow. Business Bureau. <laughs> it's yes. like, Jesus. Yelp is almost as bad as YouTube at times. Yeah, I guess at times. so. It's like the people graduate from YouTube, they move to Yelp. <laughs> right. Have you guys ever left a Yelp review? No. I did once for a nail place because I felt passionately that it was great and I needed the world to know. I never have. I think I've been tempted. I can't remember why, though. I just know that I've... But I'm lazy enough that it's like if you have to either sign up through Facebook or create an account I can't memorize I can't memorize any more passwords passwords, it's too much Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to do it my favorite is when you can just click sign in through Facebook and it just automatically does it but it won't post to your page yeah you gotta make sure not to click that okay right like BarkBuddy do you know about BarkBuddy this is an app on your phone I think I've never looked at Tinder but I think it's set up like Tinder where you swipe left or swipe right but it's for adoptable dogs Uh oh that's dangerous so I like to just look through and see what's what's around puppy porn yes Um, but that you can just like sign in through Facebook but then it there's this thing where it's like we're gonna give Facebook all your information are you cool with that and then you just say not yet not right now and then it still shows you the dogs okay I'll check that out well Lisa this has been delightful. Oh, it's just the best. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me. On this very really first one that we did it. here. My dad loves you. I told him I would give him a shout out. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah. How does your dad even know me? Uh, he listens to podcasts. Oh. Yeah. What's your dad's name? Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, if you ever need a divorce, he's a great attorney. That was cheery. <laughs> I, could I get your card? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Um, all right. Tell everyone where they can go to find you and plug everything you want to plug. Oh, okay. Um, on YouTube, it's youtube.com backslash Leesbug, L-A-S-B-U-G. Uh, Twitter, it's little Schwartzy. Instagram, it's Leesbug on YouTube. I made it really convenient for everyone. I made it really difficult. <laughs> Do you ever think of just using your real name on Twitter? I, feel I, like... I think someone took it or something. Oh. Yeah. I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? I'll look into it look into it maybe okay. they're not using it not how do you that get it though how do you wrong? steal something from i just want lease bug across the board but it was not available 
who ha- well, have you gone to? Yeah, it's like one picture or one lady or one whatever. What and she you, hasn't done anything with what it. What do you need? Instagram or face or Twitter? I need Twitter and Instagram. You know someone? Yeah. What do you need? What do you need? I I know <laughs> I know a guy. Really? Yeah. Send me Don't... an email and I'll I'll pass you along. Get you in the right. Get you to the right person. Hopefully. Holy shit! I'm so excited. This podcast is making stuff happen. Yeah. That's exciting. All right. So well, I hope go... this all recorded in your new. I know. Space. As do I. Well, that makes three of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show, especially in this crucial transitional period. So um, I really appreciate all the Amazon support and just all the support in general. It's been insane lately. Um and I'm so moved and I fucking love you guys. Also, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Dude, I'm like sold on everything you've mentioned, by the way. And I'm not like, I'm going to go home and shop on Amazon <laughs> through you. And you can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Also, we have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the Thursday gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Did I just say that? Sometimes I say things and I feel as if I just said them a second ago, but Gary's shaking his head, so apparently I did not. No, but I was impressed that you said all of that without having to look at a note or anything. I say it, I, I say some version of it usually on each show, which I think is why. It just comes I, out. Yeah, but it's why I was like, I just said that, didn't I? Mm. Yeah. Um, it was, it's sort I just did the verbal equivalent of when you're driving and listening to cereal yep. and you're like, where did I just drive? Yep. So. Frightening. Do you ever have that thing where you're in the shower and you're like, did I wash that yet? Yes, all the time. Or like I like took an allergy pill and then two seconds later I was like, did I? I always have that with last night. I spent three hours thinking I need to take a Zyrtec going in the other room, getting distracted, walking back out and not taking it. Or being like, did I? And then sometimes I'm worried that I took two and then I have to Google it to make sure that I'm not going to die. Yes. I realized if you take the example I gave actually had nothing to do with what you were just saying because you were talking about when you take when you, you can't t- remember you if you took opposite, it or not yes but... no but i have that too and my parents write if they have to take pills they write it down so that's what all old people we're getting old we <laughs> that's need to write some to do shit when you're old down. right yes yeah if you emptied out my mom's pockets it'd Just be notes. like half a pill a crumpled up kleenex <laughs> and a tiny little crib sheet with like times of the things she's taken <laughs> it's kind of sad oh, we have so much to look forward to i know um all right and you can follow gary at g patrick smith Am I leaving anything out? I don't think I am. All right. Thank you again for being on the show. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
Yeah!